0: But joining me right now is uh, former New Zealand Test Captain. You'll hear his dulcet tones and wonderful uh, commentary on uh, SENZ when the international test schedule finally begins for New Zealand at home. It is Mr JVC himself. It is Mr Jeremy Coney. Hello, Jerry.
1: Daniel, are you well?
0: I'm great. It's been a long time coming, but it's nearly here. Test cricket this summer. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, I am too. Um, can't sleep, of course. Um, <laughs> yes, of course I can. Um, no, so, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting series, I think, against the South Africans. Um, people have been very quick to run them down, haven't they? Um, they have. I'm not sure it'll, quite, it'll be like that at all. Uh, if you start to sort of dig a little bit deeper into the players they've selected... I think certain things and obvious things emerge quite quickly.
0: Two separate things, though. The decision to not select your best side and what that means for the state of international cricket, and then actually assessing the group of players. Because that's fraught with danger, isn't it? Mate, rushing to judgment. Uh, because South Africa have been one of the great cricketing exporters around the globe for a long time.
1: We've never beaten them, have we? Um, I I don't think in a test series, so um, that says quite a lot, and we started sort of before the 1950s, so uh, that's quite a while they've been in charge against New Zealand, Um, but they have, you're quite right, they've had very strong sides, like most countries at certain times, when happy coincidence or good coaching, whatever the reasons uh, come together. Um, that side they had when Cullis and, and all that group were playing, Stain and so on, they were a fantastic side and they were very difficult to beat wherever they played, home or away.
0: Quite incredible when you think um, Neil Brand, for example, he's going to be on test debut captaining a team. Uh, you know, how heavy a burden is that? You, you had a test debut, then you were captain down the line. Imagine doing that on the, in your first game, Jerry.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit different, isn't it? Um, but, you know, he's had quite a lot of cricket. He's been captain of their, the South African A side that beat the West Indies side that just played over in Brisbane. Um, so they're not the worst, this, this group. And they were able to win that Series 2-1. That was in December last year. So relatively recent. Um They've got, uh, I mean, he, he'll, he's had 51 first-class games. That's not huge, but it's enough. He's an all-rounder, so he, he's averaging kind of very close to 40. He's got 600s and 20-odd 50s, and he bowls left arm as well, left arm orthodox. So he's going to be in the side, and he's, he's obviously, I mean, I can't remember what sort of age he is. I, I would say he... He kind of, I'm just having a quick look. to He's see. 27. 27, yeah. So, you know, he's, he's a mature cricketer, but you start to then go down the line of the sort of players that he will have to work with. Uh, you know, four of the top six are around the t- South African Test squad. So you get, whether it's Peterson or Beddington, or there's a guy, Hamza, another guy called Zondo, um, all batsmen. And then you've got three bowlers, Olivier, well-known. He's had 15-odd tests. Patterson and a guy and an off-spinner called Dane Pied, who's come back from the USA, at a request of the coach to come and play. Um, he's an off-spinner. So there's seven players that have had test cricket. Sure, it hasn't been of the current lot, but a couple have been around that team recently. And it's more the... and I mean, the games that they've played... Um, And what do you get from the games? I mean, some of them are 150, one of them is 119, one of them is 152. I'm talking, you know, first-class games, Daniel. 139, 130, 88, 90. They're quite big numbers. It means they've been playing for some years. They'll know their games. They've been against some of the better players. The fact that they haven't played tests, that kind of has balanced out a wee bit more, I think, and there's so many of them. They'll work with each other. Look how young that West Indian side was that beat Australia last week. So, you know, um, they'll be very determined, as the the South Africans generally are, and they'll be very keen.
0: Is that the inspiration they needed, South Africa, just to look at what happened at Brisbane? All that inexperience, I I, I think six of... uh, you know, six of that lineup had combined had eight Test matches or something of that, leading into that game. That you know, you don't need a whole heap of Test match experience to be a bit of a Cinderella.
1: Well, you can end up going to the the other the other end of the spectrum, can't you? You can end up with tired experience, and and the, and and the starting to slow the the reactions start to slow a little. Um, the pace in terms of bowling drops a little. And you haven't got, if you're not a, a prodigious mover of the ball, therefore you lose your nip. And you don't beat the inside edge into the pad and get LBWs, things like that. And you find as a slipper that you're having to move up because the catchers aren't, aren't carrying literally to you. And Bay Oval's a bit like that. Um, it's not the virulent green Slightly different pitch Than the other surfaces you see at the Hagley And at the Basin a bit drier um, And so you know we, we have to be rather careful I think in this, this series uh, We could get surprised Quite easily Just as we were surprised at Bangladesh uh, At Bay Oval um, You know they, New Zealand have a 50% record there Four tests and losing two and winning two um, it does favour the quicker bowlers, but they may dispute that because it's not it's not very helpful, I would say. So it's going to be a very interesting series. I, I was interested in the Hamilton test. I don't know whether you saw the T20, Daniel, but you probably did. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot more bounce at Hamilton at Seddon Park. Um, Williamson quite surprised by the bounce. New Zealand may well consider playing O'Rourke there. He's down to play in that, possibly in that second test. Tired experience—is that your concern about New Zealand specifically? A little bit, um, so only for some players. I mean, everybody goes through, I think, form and then get being out of form slightly. And I think you'd, you'd put Latham and Conway a little bit in that, that they, they haven't been scoring quite as well and heavily as they have in the past. So they'll want some runs. They'll be keen. Um, they're both good enough, uh, but they need to get themselves in. Then we have Williamson and Mitchell, of course, so they're solid. One, one sort of knocks it around and puts the poor ball away, as in Williamson. And Mitchell attacks, the length particularly, hits very cleanly. And when they try and drop short, he'll hit them square. So, you know, they are our, our run-getters, if you like. And, of course, then we've got, finally, we've got Ravindra in the team, Daniel. Mm. Or do they? Or is Will well, well, Young yeah, an I, option? I. Yeah, look, I think... Sorry, we've got the internet problem, haven't we, Daniel? Um, it's... Um, <laughs> Ravindra, um, look, he's a left-hander. He'll probably bat, I would have thought, in the middle in number five uh, in, in Nicholls' place. It's not the end for Nichols. If he's driven and he's keen and determined, he can come back. Um, but Ravindra is the future. Uh, he'll break up the right-handers of Williamson, Mitchell and, and Blundell and Phillips. Um, just take his time. Get himself in. Don't try and score overly quickly. Um, and he may not score heavily for a few games. Martin Crow, our very best players, don't become our best players by being not selected. And so we we need to get him in. He is the future of our game. He'll add to the bowling as he becomes more experienced as well. He's really a batsman who's part-time bowler. And... You know he's he's very keen. He wants to learn the game. It's time for him to come in. I think that's exactly what everybody's saying, and I couldn't agree more with that. Blundell has had a you know he had a bit of an injury, hasn't he? I don't know about how the hamstring or the tendon will go. Phillips has played well, um, and and Santner is our best spinner at the moment, I think. So I mean that that's where the New Zealand side are. We our bowling. Shows it a little more. I think Saudi uh, is 125 to the low 130s. That will not worry. This is a South African side that are used to playing quick bowlers. Um, Jameson hasn't been playing much. I don't know whether he's had the overs. Henry's a good bowler, a seam bowler, and then Wagner again, a little bit like Saudi, has just lost a bit of his pace. But in the absence of Lister, who's the other left armour, they wanted an angle bowler there, therefore, you know, he, he's, in the, he's in the group. So, and it was O'Rourke, of course, I've mentioned. So that's the New Zealand group.
0: Yeah, the Kyle Jamieson one's an interesting one. He, he, of course, was named in that New Zealand eleven that were playing so that for a couple of days ago. He didn't bowl in that one, and has uh, only had the odd T20 game since um, playing that test match against Bangladesh on the 6th of, uh, 6th of December. But yeah. what we assume he's done the work off the field. Um, can can you I get someone ready to. off the par- Can you get someone ready for Test cricket off the park, or are you, are you a, a disciple of? You know, noth- nothing replicates you know in-game activity as far as a fast bowler is concerned.
1: I think depending on how experienced you are, I think for example, we would give Richard Hadley a break usually at some point in a tour or in a season. And he was able, because he was so professional about it and knew his game so well and his body so well, that he was able to pick up very quickly indeed. Is Jameson that? Well, he's not Hadley. Um, he's a good bowler and he's going to provide the bounce for for the New Zealanders from hopefully a good length. I'm not sure whether a uh, bowling short at this uh, South African side it's worth a go, but it, whether to use it as a plan, I don't think would work quite so well as if you were bowling to Bangladesh or Sri Lanka. So that he's going to be important. Henry nips it about a bit if it's if there's anything in it. And Saudi will swing the ball a wee bit. But it's going to be, it could be hard work. You know, most sides average about 400, I think, 400 plus in the first innings um, yes. uh, at, at Bay Oval. So there's going to be work to be done in the park. It's a, It's a... Enjoyable
0: test for you in the sense when I watch, you need a balanced attack don't you? You know, if it gets to day three, day four can be a little bit flat so genuine pace helps there. Slower bowling options, spinners can come into it more than some other grounds around New Zealand so really a balanced attack is very important. Uh, Who is the best spinner in your humble opinion in New Zealand and are they in the squad?
1: Well as far as spin bowling is concerned, what What are you after? Um, I think in New Zealand conditions in most of the parks that we play on and the conditions we use to try and benefit our side, we make them very grassy, as you know. They're virulent green, most of them, Um, Hagley and and, and the Basin and so on. Um, So spinners haven't figured well, and you can understand perhaps New Zealand going in with four seamers. Um, and some of our spinners, of course, only play when we're in Asia, and that's the truth of it. That's Sodi, and, and it's Ajaz Patel. Um, I, You know, you always, I think, in a five-day game, you like to have a slow bowler there. You need some variety. So, um, you know, at the moment, basically, I think Santner is our spinner. I think he's a much more mature bowler than he used to be when he was under Hessen, and he just bowled it sort of middle and leg and a little bit short of a length and just, just dotted it up and bowled maidens in order to supply fresh, fast bowlers coming down from the other end, perhaps with the wind behind them. So he's much better than that. He's got a much wider range of skills, I think, he doesn't get it up and down like your normal spinner, say like an Ajaz Patel, to get the ball above the head of the batsman and the eyes, and then to get it to drop. That's called overspin. And then to get it to turn, if there's, I don't think there's going to be much turn, to be honest, from Bay Oval, to be really fair. Um, but what Sentner does now, he can get it up and get temptation, you know, from a slightly wider delivery of off stump. He brings. Slip and backward points and cover points into play a lot more with a drive if it's aerial, he might have a short cover those kinds of areas for that sort of delivery, but probably I'm thinking he's got what we call a slider in the game, so it comes in much faster it angles back in towards you as a right hander quite a lot of right handers in the in the south african side and and it'll slide on and beat the inside edge of the bat and hit the pad so he can get LBWs, or it can miss the pad and that's on and he can, can get a bowl. So he can attack and we know he can defend from his short format game. So both legitimate skills used in different ways as a spinner, seamers are required to do it as well, of course, So and plus he's an all-round player. He, he adds other things. But if he's there for his for his work with the ball, um, and I think it's a reasonable selection in this in this instance. Right. You're playing Phillips too. Yes, I yep. think he's got to so play. So um, he's got to play. He's a batsman. He plays as a batsman. His his first job is to get runs, from my point of view, and secondly, he might bowl a few overs. Um, uh, you know, he. I thought he played pretty well, actually, over in uh, in Bangladesh. Um, worked out how to play the spin over there, not to prop forward, but to go back, if anything, and to give, give open up his stumps, see if he can hit them, and, and, and then he can open up, because it gives him room to play the back foot shots and square and on the offside. So uh, I thought he worked that out quite quickly. Um, and he will attack. If we're... If our, Top order, do the job, Daniel. You know, that that Latham and Conway set a platform, Williamson and Mitchell carry on, Ravindra we don't know because it's early days, but then Blundell, Phillips and Santner, there's capability for for lower order runs there, I think. Yeah. So your side, and without putting words in your mouth, correct me if I'm wrong, Latham, Conway, Williamson,
0: Mitchell, Ravindra, Blundell, Phillips, Santner, Southey, Henry, and one of Jameson or Wagner, depending on Jameson's health, if, he, if he's fit, he starts ahead of
1: Wagner? I think if, if he is fit, yes, Jameson would start. Yep. Um, but, you know, as you say, uh, look, there's no doubting that Neil Wagner's determination and in industry, and especially against South Africa, I would have thought. Um, yes. But, you know, there's no doubt about that. Maybe he'll enjoy Hamilton a bit more. I thought the ball bounced quite a lot there in the T20, and that looks very hopeful. I mean, Williamson was quite surprised at the, some of the bounce from the Pakistan yep. bowlers. So, I, yeah, I, I think that might be O'Rourke and Jameson's time if it, if it happens to be. And the different angle, there's no doubt about it. You know, it, it asks different questions of batsmen. So there are benefits, but I think we're getting diminishing returns from some of our bowlers. So it is, we're going to see, I think, over the next couple of years other changes starting to happen in that sort of faster bowling unit. Uh, For a man who spent so much time playing
0: and following Test Match cricket, I just want to ask you about the weekend that was and the extraordinary comeback from England against India and the West Indies, um, you know, winding back the clock. I I said a couple of weeks ago... uh, Jerry, that if I had one wish in sport, it is for the West Indies to be able to wind that clock back. I'm not sure if you agree with that because that might take you back to having memories of giving out autographs no, outside no, hospitals in the in the, in the West Indies. But you know, from a Test cricket fans' perspective, which you clearly are, you know, how monumental was you know was that the other day?
1: Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I don't mind T20 at all. It's informed, you know, new shots and for players bringing new shots into the into the Test format as well. So there's some very good things that have come from T20. Um, but how lucky are we to have test cricket, you know, to have in two different parts of the world witnessing extraordinary games of sport. You know, one of them, a turnaround of wild proportions, that's England versus India, 190 behind in India against yes. Ashwin and, uh, uh, you know, Patel and, and Jadeja. man. No team ever does that, and that's what, you know. You might not like the plums. I don't know, um, but man, do they keep surprising you. Um, so, you know, we had, and then we had a different game, a closer match at the Gabba, um, an underdog prevailing. So, I mean, it, it, we should, I think we should celebrate that about what Test cricket, when it's played well. Should remind us and do not allow people in positions of power to to bury Test cricket, you know, because it, it is starting to happen as you know, and we shouldn't enable them to grant concessions to the currently wealthy nations at the expense of the growth of so, perhaps some of the smaller nations and the poorer nations in the game, you know. Originally, that group, and I'm talking about the ICC. They were, they were created as a benign presence, a governance and a protector. Now, you know, they say the tests are too costly to run nowadays. They, they're too long. It's, it's costly. We can't have any, you know, we've got to have only two in a series. Ridiculous. Anyway, yet it's the very thing, that length of the game, Daniel, is what supplies value. It's long enough to yes. see characters individual characters unfold on the field in front of you as a as a spectator you can see a team construction going just falling apart because you haven't picked the right players by the third day you can see players skills emerge uh, or you can see them alter and change slightly to exploit the conditions that are changing and altering so that's always and suddenly you're sitting beside a joker you've never met on the bank and you you've become mates over the five days. I'll see you here <laughs> tomorrow, Bill. You know what I mean? You share the ideas. You're talking about the game. You're saying, what's next going to happen? You know? So, yeah, I, I, I do like test cricket, I think, and I think you do too. And, and, and we all embrace the formats. We know that one format at the moment is booming, um, and it's consumerism. Um, and you know it can lead to a dumbed down product, and I hope it doesn't do that. You know that that we actually we end up. You know there was a there was a sentence that I read from one fella on. Look, I actually was looking at the social network. I don't know why. Um, what? Uh, but yeah, I no, uh, you know. It's, it's a changed Coney. Um, but the, the the world's coming to an end. I know, mate. Um, <laughs> but it's shared. And I think it it could be true. He said, at the end of it all, and I'm talking about consumerism and the way that T20s are, you know, taking over, at the end of it all, you'll have money for a while and a worse product forever. And I can only say two words for that for me is here, here. You know, I think there's plenty of room for Tish Crick and how lucky we have to see those two games. I mean... Two two people on debut, seven wickets each. A, a guy from a remote village in Guyana, you know, Shamar Joseph. Um, you need a boat to get there. Apparently, that's the access. Um, there was no colour TV or internet until six years ago at this place where he lived. He was a security guard for two, uh, two years ago and played his first pro match, what, 12 months? He bowls at about 90, so 145k. It's, yeah. Uh, And he's pure, isn't he? He bowls at the stumps, and he bowls straight, and he takes people on on the front foot, which is great. Um, Lots of Yorkers, and he does players for pace. He wasn't even going to turn up the last day, was he? I I mean, he he got hit on the toe by Mitchell Stark, and and he (laughs) couldn't move. And so he wasn't even going to go into the ground, and they finally persuaded him, I think, you know, I would at least come in and see the talk to the doctor, uh, and, and and watch the game. And he obviously worked some magic, you know. And the way he sprinted off and won a gold medal after he got that seventh wicket in the win, I tell you what, he would he would be in my relay team. There's no doubt about that. So <laughs> I mean, and he was limping around the field when he wasn't bowling, but but when he had the ball in the hand, he was into it. So. I think it's fantastic we're seeing players like that. So, yeah. you know, um, and, and uh, another one over in India. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a really good week for, for cricket generally,
0: I think. Mr. Coney, thank you so much. Do appreciate your time. I really do. Thank you uh, for joining us. And we can't wait to see you in person. And the listeners can't wait to hear you on Sunday when the Test series starts. Thank you kindly. Cheers, Daniel. Good to chat. My pleasure. My pleasure. Jeremy Coney. Good 10 minutes he gave us there. Ooh. Love, Coney, Love a bit of Coney in your life. Latham, Conway, Williamson, Mitchell, Ravindra, Blundell, Phillips, Santner, Southey, Henry, one of Jameson, and Wagner. That's his side. If you want to weigh in, feel free, because guess what we're going to do? We're going to open the lines to anything you want to discuss. 0800 You may want to immediately react on the back to what Jeremy Coney has uh, told you uh, and mentioned. But if there's another topic you want to raise... Speak now forever, hold your peace, back after the break.